Hey everybody, Coach John Daly here back again for the next session of what uh, Dr. Jeff Flip has brought about as Daily Fridays. I got, I like this ring. I was driving over here today and uh, went through a horrendous rainstorm thinking it's Daily Friday. It's okay. Can't get down. I'm getting to be with Dr. Jeff Lip today. Dr. Lip, how the heck are you, buddy? Really good. Before I got in the air, I obviously expressed to you how long of a week I've had. So I'm hashtagging Daily Fridays today. So I'm in a lot better mood because sitting right next to you, my friend. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, as, as am I. So listen, I got an idea here. Um, found this 10 questions to help you cultivate authentic grit. I know how you're all about authenticity, which I'm definitely trying to be more of, too. And I know you have, or you are full of grit, my friend. That's a, that's another very descriptive term of who Dr. Jeff Lip is. So there's ten things here. I, I probably want to break this down a little bit, so that maybe we might go through three or maybe half today, and then we'll do save the rest for another session. How's that sound? Sounds absolutely perfect, and another good reason to have these daily Fridays. Fantastic. All right, so this will be fun since I forgot my reading glasses of which I need them more now than ever before. Um, but one of the first uh, questions they talk about, what is, and so this is kind of a question for you, and I'll, I'll follow up with some ideas too. What is the dream or dreams that you want to pursue and that you know you're going to regret not pursuing them if you don't get started? That is a powerful thing about if you, if you know these things and you don't get started. What are your thoughts on that? So there's two angles that I could take just by hearing that question. One is a personal goal and then one's a professional goal. Mm. The professional goal, let's start with that, is – and I really have come to learn this over the last – honestly, the last four or five years. And that is really – I don't want to work for another boss. I really don't. I want to work for myself to a certain extent. I want to find a way so that I don't need to answer anyone but to myself. Now – I'm not saying there's anything wrong with my bosses. In fact, I love the people that I used to work with. My, my, all my superiors that I've had in my particular lifetime, especially in education, I value their opinion. And honestly, I've created great friendships with them that I respect them tenfold. But to be quite honest with you, the more and more I grow of what I understand the world of work should be, the more and more I want independence from answering to somebody. Mm-hmm. So my thing is that I know I have this value set that I can create that I know I can put out there in the world, that at some point I need to be my own boss. And it's so funny because one of my friends, when he was younger, he said to me, he's like, what's my dream draft? And I'm like, I have no idea what your dream is basically. And he said to me, he's like, to never answer to anybody, to be my own boss. And to this day, since he was in his young 20s, he's in answering to his own self. Hmm. He's his own boss. He's a multimillionaire. He's the most successful financial person that I know. And he doesn't have a college education, but he has, more than anything, been his own boss. That's a critical thing. And that's a lot of freedom in being your own boss. Your thoughts on that? Absolutely. And it's you just better like that boss, though. That's, that's a new boss. <laughs> so it better not be a jerk. Well, I mean, to be quite honest with you, it would be myself, right? That's so right. if I'm my own boss, I have to love myself. Ooh. But you have to have confidence like in yourself that. in order to start something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's tough because sometimes... You do you live. I'm sorry. Do you leave the life of security to go and try to risk it all to try to be your own boss? And you know, for me to a certain extent, right now in the mindset that I'm in right now, I think it's worth the risk to a certain extent because I money is important. I'm never going to say it's not, but I mean, I'll be honest with you. Having independent freedom, answer to my own self, seems more 
lucrative for me at this particular point. Doesn't mean I'm going to do it tomorrow. Doesn't mean I'm going to do it in a year from now. But I, at some point, I feel like this is what my dream is kind of calling me to do. And I see me taking action steps and little steps right now to kind of move towards that particular point. But if I had to ask you professionally, what's your dream? Professionally, what is your dream? Professionally is to stay, whether it's the umbrella, since I had to carry one in today, the umbrella of education, um, of helping people, making a difference to people. And so it wouldn't be a formal K-12 job or, or teaching in college, but under that umbrella of making a difference with kids is something that I know whatever I do is going to be under that umbrella, whether it's the podcasting and you know um, seminars I put on, books that I write, um, you know, classes that I teach that are online or whatever, uh, speaking, you know, those types of things. It's going to be under that umbrella. See, but you're doing all those things right now. And that, that's why I'm playing play the devil's advocate because you are literally doing all those things right now. So are you living your dream right now? Is that uh, your dream? It's part of it. The, the part I'm talking is bigger. I have – I only am dealing with, you know, my basketball team. I'm dealing with uh, my four classes of 30 kids each. I'm talking of um, helping school districts uh, and teachers connect with kids probably bigger, um, working individually with kids, you know, whether it's online or traveling or, you know, um, you know, having you know, a small workshop type of stuff. Okay. Online mentoring, um, just opening the stuff that I've been doing for all these years, Jeff, uh, opening to a bigger audience is, is kind of what I'm seeing. I love it. It's a good dream. Thank you. I'm a little backup question to yours. Um, do you think you have a number of different jobs, and you have for a while as far as teaching in different right. colleges. Is that also ramping up the fact that, man, you're dealing with three sets of bosses typically? Well, it's – There's just overall. I'll be honest with you. It's overall. Okay. And it has nothing to do with the boss. It has nothing to do with answering anyone. It's just the, the fact is – okay, let me, let me give you this context is that – Every Monday, I know I have to go to work at this particular time. Yes. And every day, I have to leave at this particular time to move to my next set of jobs at that particular time. I want flexibility enough to create my own work life, my own balance of schedule, to be my own particular boss of when I want to work, when I want to control it. So Sam Crowley calls it your everyday Saturday, right? How does your everyday Saturday look? And for Sam, what his everyday Saturday was, was in the particular context of coming home, making sure that he's home for his children when they get home from school. That's his everyday Saturday. So when you ask a question like this, it's, it's to a dream, basically. Your dream is to find a job professionally that doesn't seem like a job, mm. right? Okay, so I think that's what you're telling, telling me. It's like I guarantee you, and I'm going to throw this right back at you like that, is the fact that you want to help districts, but you're doing everything that I kind of said right now. You're talking to, talking to an audience. You might want to reach a larger crowd. That's fine, but you could actually do it. You could call the whole school down and reach a larger crowd that way, right? So I don't think anyone likes to be controlled of telling you when to come to school, work, right, or leave at this particular time. You know, and Not that anyone does that, but that's part of your job. You're, you, you are held by certain boundaries within a job, which is understandable. It's a school, right? right. I don't want that. I mean, I think that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like I want flexibility. I want to be my own particular boss and saying this is the time I'm going to come in and this is what I'm going to do for this particular day. And like that would be what I want to see. Now, is that going to happen overnight? Absolutely 100% no because it it takes action steps to get to that particular dream. But you know, I, I can never create that environment being in the environments that I'm in, Correct. right? I mean let's be real. You can't say, oh, I'm going to have class now because it's – 
I want to do it right now. You say, I'm going to have a class at this location now because that's what I want to do. No, that's absolutely absurd. Right. You can't do that, right? But if you are controlling how your workday looks and you're doing what you want to do passionately, that's fine. Because I'll be honest with you, at the end of the day, I love education just as much as you love education. I never want to leave this field myself. I love counseling. I love helping people myself, just like what you indicated. But I don't like to be confined. I guess that's my thing. Yeah. And so that's what I'm trying to get at. Like what you're at, what you're saying to your dream, it can be done. It can be done now if you really want to. But for me, I can do the same thing, but I really can't because I have to answer to somebody and I have to be confined in this particular boundaries. For now. Yes. Yes. And so that's to, your present. That's your present. Right. Reality. So if you're answering like what's your dream like, I mean, how do you create that? You got to move. You got to shift that environment. There's no other way to do it, right? Like you, you can't do anything else but to leave an environment that's already like that, and then move to another environment that's structured, and then be your own boss. I mean, yeah. I don't see another way to do it right now in the field that we're in. So you don't like being told when you can have lunch. Correct. Okay. I well, not that anyone tells me that I can have lunch right now, right? <laughs> No one does. Well, when you, you can go to the bathroom. Right. Well, I mean, well, let's be real, right? You're sitting in a class, and you have a group of 30 kids like you do, yeah. okay? And you're lecturing, and then you got to use the restroom. Can Sometimes, you, yeah, you better get somebody in your room. That's exactly my point, because you never know what's going on. So you, to a certain extent, you can't leave them unsupervised. So on the back end where it says you'll regret not pursuing this, right? what would that look like for you, Jeff, as far as how ugly would that be for you? Is that like a living hell definition no, well, for you? Here's the you thing, don't like, go after what you want to do? Well, here's the thing right now. Am I doing what I'm doing right now to try to set up for that position? I am, okay. right? I'm laying the foundation, and it takes then that particular mindset of I'm going to do it now. This is the now. I'm going to take care of it now. So Sam, the one thing I learned about Sam at the conference is that he said, and this is so real, is that when he sold all these podcast things, right? He sells a pod class, a podcast class. He sells all these things. And one of the huge benefits of them when he sells a package is that you can come on the show. You know how many people actually bought a package and they come on the show? Mm-hmm. It's a high number. Mm-hmm. So that just shows you that even though you put money into it, action is what speaks louder than words, right? So I'm putting in action every single day. I'm creating a podcast. I'm doing everything. I'm creating a blog. There are steps that are being put in the right direction. But at the same time is... My mindset is that, you know, I got a secure job. I'm making good money. You know, I go back to that safety and security, which I think a lot of people do. I mean, I would imagine you do the same thing. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Right. So where, when is your now going to take place, right? Correct. So that's the question, you know. Yeah. And for some people, you know, I think Jeremy Todd says this all the time. And I'm just name dropping like there's no tomorrow. But Jeremy Love Todd it. says this all the time. Love it. He's like, I was just so burned out from the car business. Well, you know, that's the thing. He's burned out. Then he's like, I got to make the switch. It's not that I'm burned out. I'm just I, – I come to realize that I don't want to be confined and that's the mm-hmm. thing that I'm feeling. So if I go into a private practice, if I try to do my own thing, I mean there's still going to be a ways that you got to make money, right? You got to still do it so you still control that. But once again, I'm not – I'm less confined than I am now. So yeah, That's awesome. Good. So it sounds like you've already answered that question, which I love. Uh, speaking of question, number two talks about – it asks anybody, what do I wake up for? What do you wake up for, Dr. Lip? For many things. Here's the number one thing that I've been waking up with. This is so true. So in my mindset, what I've been doing lately is I've been taking Wes Moore's philosophy. And if you know Wes Moore, Wes Moore, Wes Moore has been on Oprah's Super Soul podcast. And he's been on a TED Talk recently on Memorial Day. 
which I listened to, it was just phenomenal. Talking about vets, talking about um, you know their service and how to treat vets after they leave the service. So what he said, and when he went the roughest battles that he actually did was, he kept repeating this mantra to him. It's basically have more faith than fear, faith than fear, faith than fear. I wake up, literally, mm. that's what I'm telling myself. Mm. My higher power gave me another day, so he gave me another day because there's no days. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. So he gave me another day. So here I am awake. So first thing I say to myself, have more faith and fear today. More faith and fear. And so when I'm driving to work, you know, I kind of meditate. I talk to my higher power. I kind of center myself with a particular day and tell him to give me strength to handle whatever I can do. It's all predicated on my mindset in the morning. So what do I wake up for? Well, I don't know to a certain extent. If it's Tuesday, I got to go to work, right? If it's Monday through Friday, I got to go to work, right? And if it's Saturday, I don't have to go to work, but I have something planned typically. So my mindset's already there being organized, right? But how I live every day by waking up for it is to have more faith than fear. I guess that's the simple way to put the answer. Love that. Love that. That's yeah. powerful. Yeah, I, I wake up for knowing I get to see kids and help them. Uh, I wake up knowing one of my first things I always try, and I've been trying this for a long time, is for with gratitude. And uh, that cup of coffee always is awesome too. So it's. Uh, so what are you doing in the summer if you don't see the kids? Uh, you know what? That's you know, that's a very good question, and I've told my wife this. Um, I actually I love summers. Don't get me wrong, but I actually there's there's some there's a little depression. There's a little downtime for me that I do not like. Um, not, I don't. I, the purpose in my life has to shift. You know, during the summer, and so there's times I struggle with that because. Knowing that, especially with seniors, um, helping a few of them, making sure that they get their stuff in and they graduate, um, I just know kids are counting on me. And to, we had our senior walkthrough today, um, and to, to say goodbye to them, and you know we'll see them at graduation tomorrow. Uh, but to get the hugs and the handshakes, and uh, just just absolutely amazing because I remember them and the struggles that they went through. And I've told a number of them they don't realize how much of an effect they have on teachers. That we are we spend a lot of time with them. For sometimes four years, we get to know them, uh, the ups and downs, and they go through some of our ups and downs too. And um, it's just amazing, amazing time in our lives that, well, God, what? every year we got to say goodbye to these kids. It's like, you know, it gets rough. And so summer rolls around and it's like, hey, I love my time. I do love sleeping in, but man, I miss, I do miss it. I do miss it. So it's uh, it's a it's reciprocal relationship more than anything. Absolutely. So you're getting something from them and then they're giving something to you. Absolutely. So it's powerful stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it's and I'm a morning person anyway. So I, I'm up early in the summer, which I do love to begin with. You know, those cool mornings, man. I love those. Hey, how about number three? Why is this the right time to go outside of the comfort zone? Now, you've been through this. So you're ahead yes. of the curve on a couple of these questions, which I, which I like because I think some of our listeners need to... Um, see somebody ahead of these questions a little bit that, that you've gone through them and, and maybe you can give um, some of what you went through going through these answers uh, for them. So why was this the right time? And if we go back into your story, you don't have to go back too much and do what you want, but um, why is this the right time going out of your comfort zone? Because you made a huge leap back in the fall. It's now. My mindset is now. Present time. Correct. So... There are no guaranteed tomorrows, and you cannot look back. Mm. If you look back, what are you going to change? You can't. There's nothing to change in your past. You can't change it because it already happened. So my, my time is now. 
So my most growth that takes place is being in the here and now and consistently get out of my comfort zone. So I seek opportunity to do that. Now, do I always do it? Absolutely not. Because, I mean, fear is real. Let's put it like that. Fear is real. So that's the reason why I've been waking up faith over fear, faith over fear. I keep saying that to myself. But saying that and acting upon it are two different things. So what do I do? I take small action steps to try to get out of my comfort zone. And I realize that that's where growth takes place. Now, that's what I do. What you may do is completely different. I don't know. Maybe you stay in your comfort zone. That's great. But working in the field that I work in, if I'm struggling with some type of mental health issue, action needs to be taking place so that you can change that. Whatever it may be, depression, anxiety, stress. I don't know. But you must take action to change. So if you don't do that, you're stuck. I don't want to be stuck anymore. Mm. I've been stuck for a very long time. Being stuck is no place that you would want to be at all. So you got to try to do that to grow. I want to grow. That's the number one part. I, I can only – I've been – I feel like sometimes I walk in this haze where I am stuck. Mm. And you get into this routine-like type of you know, mindset. And that's not healthy. That's not – you're like a robot to a certain extent. I don't want to live like that. Life isn't built to live life like that, mm. right? So – it takes time. It's a mindset. That's, that's huge. Because I see myself going slower, slower, getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and it's not so much of the, uh, a fire under my butt or anything or, um, you know, I'm not laying on that nail like the story of the dog or the guy's foot or whatever. Um, there, there isn't pressure, but I, they're starting to build pressure because I know time's going by. So let me read a little bit more of this one and uh, we'll see where that takes us here. Um, so they talk about being ready to take risks, become uncomfortable, to disrupt familiar activities and break out of a safe space, either personally or professionally, will require all of the ingredients we see in grit, including passion and persistence. Because it suddenly strikes people that in life, the life's moving so fast at a rapid pace and they didn't realize they were stuck or unfulfilled until the milestones rolled around. So whether it was birthdays, critical birthdays of themselves, kids, uh, you know, parents and stuff, um, until these milestones roll around, psychologists have dubbed this the fresh start effect. Another important time for risk-taking is when someone hasn't found success with something else, a relationship or a job, for example, and feel like they have nothing to lose. Isn't that interesting? If someone has an unfulfilled urge from a previous miss like they tried something, right? I know that it's a dream that won't leave them alone, and giving it their best shot is a piece of how they wish to remember themselves. People who pursued a goal before have experience that they have learned from, experience that will help them craft new strategies for overcoming challenges. And that tells me that they've learned something. It says that you know they weren't truly defeated. Instead of staying down, they got back up, and they're trying again. So I think those milestones are huge, don't you? Don't you? Is, what's the next milestone for you, age-wise, my friend? Forty. Oh my God. Yeah. Does that have anything to do with? Completely. Is this, okay, so this is on the list of like, right. holy crap, this is coming. Right. And you know, I know you're you're big with uh, you. You still keep in touch with a lot of friends you grew up with. I do. Are they going through the similar things too? Are they? Are they you know, these milestones, these ages. Are, are they? Do they, they all have kids, John? Okay, so they're going through different ones. 
I, I wonder how what kind of effect you have on your close friends. You've been doing a lot of fantastic interviews, and they see you doing this out of your comfort zone. They see you going and getting your doctorate. They see you just doing all this cool stuff. Are they thinking, man, I can do something too? If they, they talk to you about some stuff, or are they already doing some things in their dreams too? Why do I? Why do I come and hang out with you? You make me like this is so intense thinking on a Friday afternoon. You know that? My goodness, <laughs> this is why I love you, man. But my goodness, you really get me deep. Like I mean, while you were reading that, I literally thought, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to be 40 in two years. Thanks, John. This is really Holy crap. Really <laughs> <laughs> so let me put it like this, and this is why I think. What you read was quite interesting, and thank you for all those kind words too, my friend. I mean, they, they meant the world. Totally true. But here's the number one thing. So if I had to look at my life 10 years ago, and I said to myself, this is what I want to be when I hit 40. I had this whole mindset of this is what I want to be. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. Professionally, I'm there. Personally, I'm not. Mm-hmm. So when I look at that, I'm like, well, that's interesting. So when you hit milestones, you do reflect upon how far you've come decades or Five years from now, I'll be quite honest with you. Because my mindset now is being in the here and now, I don't look at it like that. I really don't. I'm just so happy being in the here and now. It's unbelievable but because I am. But it is a constant daily practice for me to get there. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Because do I want certain things? Absolutely. I want a family. I would love to have some children. You know, I want to grow with this family. I mean, that's personally, you see what I'm trying to say. But like... Professionally, I just told you and I shared this like – I went I must have a 10-minute rant on that about like how I want to break away from confinements within a workplace, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to answer to anybody. But the fact of the matter is is that is it going to take place tomorrow? Probably not. But I mean it takes a mindset of switching it to the now to make you try to move towards that direction. So for me in answering this particular question is that it's very simplistic. Stay in the here and now. And everyone says this. Everyone. There's not been one person where Oprah doesn't interview someone that says, in the now. It's got to be in the now. There's not one person that John O'Leary interviews that he says, that he or she does not say, it's got to be in the now. It's always in the here and now. And when you actually tell your mind that, boom, the here and now, things completely change. They, mm-hmm. I remember catching myself today dealing with this. Like I told you before I got onto this show. That I literally lost all my favorites at work. And I don't know if that's ever happened to anyone listening to this podcast right now. That is like the worst effing thing that could ever happen to anyone, okay? Your favorites are I'm just completely wiped out from your pa- – I mean these are years of building favorites gone and, and just like – just gone at the drop of a dime. It's the most frustrating thing. But anyways, I'm thinking about that and talking with someone else. It's not healthy for me, right? It's like let it go. So what? They're just favorites, right? You can't change it. They're gone. There's nothing you can do now. You may not remember every site that you have to go to, but they're gone. But the fact is, being here now, I'm doing a podcast with you. But now you got me thinking of like, my gosh, that's what I was thinking about when I hit 30 or when I hit 40 or when I hit 50. This is what I want to see next. Hmm. But it's like my mind is not there. It's just like being right here right now with you. That's the most important part. I'm trying to remember you, Jeff, when you weren't thinking that way because – well, no, it's been like that forever because, okay. buddy, you know this. Yeah. Like, So when I was at my lowest of my low, and this is when Sarah had like just left me. I, I met up with you. Buddy, I was like in tears. Like I was just – I didn't know how to react. I didn't know – but you, you read me like a book, and that's why I love you as a friend. 
you were amazing and understand that I was going through something. When I got there, all I could hang on was everything that we had built those years. And it was so hard for me because of the emotional pain that I was going through that I couldn't let any of that go. And now I'm like so content with understanding that everything happened in my life for a reason. It should be happening. And there's a reason why everything happened to me and I'm using that right now. And I just kind of love life. Mm. And it's just been recently that I do it. That's why I write a daily blog. That's why we're doing daily Fridays because of the fact that it's, it's a constant everyday battle living that life, right? Mm. You kind of have to battle that. Yeah. Living the everyday is hard. It really is. How far you reflect that you come is the most important part. But it's a mindset. It really completely is a mindset. I love the fact that uh, you mentioned how there's days that you have to remind yourself and hit the reset button to get back into that. All the time. And it's not like, hey, it's on. Light switch is on from two weeks ago. I'm good. You know, it's never that way as far as motivation and right. focusing and, you know, having great people in your life. I, I thought about this because the last um, couple of podcasts that you've done recently with – uh, your friends and um, your brother-in-law. Yeah, the the music stuff. Oh, it's I can, amazing. I, I was I could just God. I wanted. I wish I could see <laughs> your face during those recordings because I could just hear it in your voice and how much how uplifting those two sessions were. I, I'll tell you right now, which is even like more phenomenal. And I don't even know. Like, this is why life consistently keeps doing this to me. Like tonight, I'm going to go meet up with Jordan, uh, who I did a podcast with. Mm-hmm. He is the teacher and entrepreneur. And he brought along a friend that we all went to middle school together. And he's going to be there and he wants to do a podcast. It's funny how this this whole world of like just podcasting, blogging, whatever, this entrepreneurship world brings me together with a lot of people. Mm. And it's going back to what you said. It's like we're doing something that's just to connect. And I feel that it's important that you connect because that's how you really truly live life. It's like you live with other people, right? Mm. I mean, you really do. I mean, at the end of the day, what matters to me the most? The, the people in my life, it really does. I mean, if I lose everything, hey, mm. I, I lose everything. You know, that's life sometimes. But the fact is, I've hit rock bottom. I really have. I know I have. I mean, I mean, let's be real. That About four years ago, it was pretty near my rock bottom. And I look at that, I'm like, man, I was that bad. But look at it now, I'm like, man, I'm this good, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's the everyday that kind of beats me down. It really is. It's the going through the motion. And that's what I'm trying to get at more than anything. And if anyone knows what I'm talking about, it's like you wake up, you're so regimented. This is what I got to do on Monday. And it's funny when people actually quit their jobs and they don't go through that regimen anymore. And I just interviewed another guy that's coming out on Monday. His name is Eric. He just left to open up his own Christian podcast that he's going to roll out. Unbelievable. So I interviewed him and he said, this past week when I woke up and I had to look and reflect that I don't have to go to work tomorrow, it blew his mind away. And it completely just opened up his eyes on what life can possibly be. And so for me, I mean, I get glimpses of that once in a while, right? I'm like, man, I don't want to work tomorrow. I just don't. But like if I could control that, that would be phenomenal, right? But it's not that I'm lazy. It's not that I'm like, you know, just don't care. Because right. I care about everything. I care about my job. I care about money. And you have to care to a certain extent. It's just that you want flexibility. I just, that's for me, that's important. Mm. So I know kind of everywhere today. That's awesome. But I mean, you really challenged me to think like that. Because of the sheer fact that, once again, my podcasts are all predicated on the now. And like, I really like to like, just connect with them. Because 
their stories all connect about now. It's all about now, what's going to happen next for me. And I just feel more momentum building. And I really let kind of life take place. Here's the interesting part more than anything. The podcast from like 30 on, I don't really reach out to people. People just kind of reached out to me. And they're like, let's get on. Let's do one. I'm like, bet. Let's do it. And so the last one I just did that rolled out was with Craig. And this is where it's coming tenfold. His life story and him and I connecting after like 15 plus years, that's what I'm talking about. You, you can't – I don't know where that comes from, right? That's just like literally people connecting with other people and just hearing a podcast and boom, there you go. I have no idea where that's coming from. And like, like I told you, like these Daily Fridays, that just came to me on a night where I'm like, okay, I like your last name. I like Fridays. <laughs> Daily Fridays. Here we go. And that's where the, uh, you know, the synergy took place. I love that. A couple of points uh, that I got from that. I had to write them down real quick. And we'll probably pick up with uh, number four next time here. Yes. Um, but you talked about uh, losing your favorites today, you know, in yes. Chrome. And then Thanks you for also, bringing that back up. Well, you also connected it to people. Yes. And how losing people is worse. It's good, buddy. You know, so as far as yeah. the favorites that you lost today, yeah, it's a big pain in the butt. And God, absolutely, that I was working on. I need those next right. week. I know, and you'll find them again. Right. But when the people are gone, they're gone. You Here's don't the have thing. them again. Yeah, you hit that on too. And so let's go back to that second question. Then it's really powerful because what do you regret? Mm-hmm. Right. Living in now, I don't regret anything. Right. So if I'm living in the now and I'm actually processing all fact before I make a decision. Because that's what you're supposed to do is process fact before you make a decision. And then I make a choice based on it. Not emotionally, but just make a choice based on that. I feel great. I feel absolutely amazing. Because in the past, what I would normally do is like, you know, I should have made that choice because of X, Y, and Z. But I let my emotion get in the way. It's not even that. I look at fact right now and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it right now because that's the decision I got. Fact is right now, I don't have my private practice set up. Fact is right now, I don't have income coming in. Besides working a normal job, right? So I don't have that. But you got to start somewhere and putting that step forward. So I don't have regret. I mean, would I like to have more time? Who wouldn't want to be younger, right? Who wouldn't want to wake up after a day of playing basketball and be like, you know what? I'm good. I can do it again. (laughs) I want that so bad, by the way. But, I mean, no. What I'm getting at. None of that stuff matters because people matter the most. That's what it comes down to. Like if I lost my job, if I lost – yeah, let's say if Eric came in and said, Jeff, I'm letting you go. Okay, fine. You're letting me go. I don't think he would say that, but let's say he said that. Or that happened and then all of a sudden I went bankrupt. Okay, that happened. You know, All of a sudden – I don't know what happens next. Let's say – I lose a fantasy football game. Something like that. Something meaningless, right? Like losing your favorites, right? Right. None of that matters unless I <laughs> I have my mom, I have my dog, I have my family, I have good people in my life. I'll survive. I'll figure it out. Mm. I really will. I just had this gut feeling that it'll all kind of work out. That's powerful. That's powerful. The other uh, point that came to mind when you mentioned it, you mentioned about you've been at rock bottom. Absolutely. And there's... Uh, one of our exercises, that, I, don't, I think it was in the leadership class, but um, some of the follow-up with my students talking about that, the speaker, could have been Tony Robbins or somebody else, made a point about rock bottom is the best place to grow things from. 
Powerful. And because when you're down there and you think you're at the lowest of your lows, but if you when you think I'm, I'm getting back up, growth can happen at the rock bottom. Right. You look at when a forest fire happens and stuff regrows from devastation and there's everything gets wiped out. So that point came to mind when you mentioned it too with this. It's so powerful. I love how you're actually listening to me and I'm actually making some <laughs> I'm actually making some coherent insights today. Um, <laughs> let me It's so funny because this is exactly what happened. I feel that you just literally made me reflect and this is why I love these Fridays. So my my peak was when I finished that PhD, right? Mm. I was married. My dad was still alive. I had an amazing woman mm. in my life, right? When I hit that top, and that's where I felt professionally so high and personally so high in life, what other way can you go but besides down, right? Mm-hmm. And I yep. fell all the way down. But now I'm going up. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, you learn that. It's a roller coaster ride that I did not sign up for. Trust me, I did not want to do it that way. But the fact of the matter is that's exactly what happened. And so I learned the most now going through and still going up. So now it's not even a mindset going up anymore. It's a mindset of maintaining and trying to understand that it's the now. When I live in the now, I'm having a great life. I mean, I hate to be so cliche. I mean, I really do because you think it's that simple. But it really is literally that simple. Live in the here and now. But can people do it? No. Because there's so many things that influence that. Anxiety, fear, depression, you name it. These things all influence on where you want to stand in the now. Absolutely. And you mentioned already how tough it is for you. you gotta, you got to hit the reset button every day. Man, I preach this and yet it's hard for me to act upon it. Absolutely. And because the Same fact here. That, I and I don't want to say preach, but I mean I literally say in my own mindset. It's still hard for me to do because of the fact that you go back to things that you've been accustomed to for years to try to, you know, get in the comfort zone. Absolutely. But once again, that's why I wanted to get out of the comfort zone. There's no growth in comfort. There's not. That's just I don't want I want to be more than I am, you know? And that's just personally how I am. That's how I feel right now. So if I don't do that on a daily basis, then you know, where's my growth? Where do I where do I learn from? Yep. Absolutely. That's powerful stuff, man. What a, what a great place to end. Holy cow. That's why, folks, when as you're listening to this, you, and I've mentioned this before, but you got to get over to jefflip.com <laughs> and check out his blogs and check out uh, the stuff he's got connected there with his podcast and these great... He's becoming a musical man now. He's got musical guests playing great stuff that is just so uh, awe-inspiring and just um, really emotional as far as the the people he's bringing on there. So, Jeff, kudos to you on that, my friend. Kudos to you, my friend. I mean, you keep putting out great podcasts yourself. I I listen to them every single time. They roll. And as a matter of fact, if I'm listening to something, like an Oprah Superstore podcast or a Sam Crowley podcast, whatever it may be, I stop everything and listen to yours first because I just love them. I, I, it's really gotten to me... I wouldn't be here without you. I tell you Thank that you. all the time. Thank I tell you. you that all the time. I owe a lot to you because professionally and personally, I owe a tremendous amount to you. I learn from you every single time. That's the reason why I keep coming here. So, you know, besides your dashing good looks, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but right. this is not <laughs> this is not video camera by any means. Makes me wonder because you haven't been drinking yet, have you? No. No. So, no okay. Oh, by the way, yeah. So, the Craig was the last guest on the Document Podcast. Works at Dragon Mean. 
check out that podcast if you want to learn a little bit about what a sales uh, sales distributor does on a daily living. And it's interesting because these guests, once again, they just keep finding me and they work the most amazing professions. Like every mm-hmm. profession is so amazing to me. It really you never is. thought of how, how, how those are until you come across somebody, a friend or somebody that and, you, and you hear the details. I'm actually, amazing. yeah, I, I don't mean to cut you off there, Michael, okay. but I'm learning literally from them all yeah. the time. Everyone's teaching me something. And it's like mm-hmm. when I knew Craig in college compared to now, matter of fact, that's what we should do. You know what? That's the next thing I'm going to roll that out there. After we get done this podcast, what we're going to do for my show. Anyway, so after I did it with Craig and the reflection on it, which is so amazing, was the fact that he's like, I could sell beer without ever, ever going to college. But I wanted to go to college because it opened doors. And he's like, I wasted – he's had this mindset. It's like, I wasted all this time in college. I'm so in debt. But he's like, I would do it all over again. Because you know why? Because it just unlocked so many things for him. And I told him, I, without college, you and I would never met. So the, that to me is like life is always – whatever decision you're making, make it. And then be okay with it. Go with it because you already made that decision. Just continue to move forward with it. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, ending on uh, the relationship part, big, big shout out to uh, Coach Will Povolowski today. I stopped off over at uh, – he coaches the girls varsity softball team over at Lakeshore. And they were in the district title game. And uh, it was a close game, and then uh, a couple wheels fell off. But Coach Will, you do a fantastic job. I know you listen to this, uh, and I know that you know Jeff really well, too. He's, he's a big fan of yours, and just want to give you a big shout-out. And another one, another guest or another future guest I'd like to have on is Coach Tom Iwanaki. He said to say hi, Dr. Lip. He said, you know, good stuff. He goes, he, lo- he loves what you're doing. He loves what our discussions that we get together. He looks great. <laughs> He's always smiling, very you know, a very kind man that uh, used to work at Lakeshore, and uh, I wanted to pass that along too. Both those guys, I'm getting on the podcast now. So, Coach Tom, Coach Will, love those guys. Yep, they're awesome people, and that's what people are about. You know, we can lose favorites left and right, but we don't <laughs> want to lose those friendships. So, all right, folks. Hey, hope this little first part of our uh, discussion on finding some things to cultivate your authentic grit. I love that title. That, that, what's your middle name? Isn't it G? Isn't it the initial G for grit? Jeff G. Lip, isn't that it? Yes, if you want to know. No, of course not. That's not what it is. Get out of here, dude. It's S for Samuel. That's not true. All right. We cleared that up. That's good. Hey, keep in touch, you guys. Hope everything's going well. It's June 1st. Oh, my God. Happy summer almost for everybody. Uh, unless you're listening to another parts of the world where it's not summer. But uh, that'd be interesting, too. But uh, find me over on Facebook at coach 2 Expect Success, over on Twitter at Coach2Success, and also over on Instagram at Coach John Daly. This is Coach John Daly signing off for another day. Hope you guys are doing well. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk again soon. See ya.